Don't move or I'll shoot you right through the ticker. Josiah English froze as the hard metal of a rifle barrel pressed into his back. His horse danced beneath him, complaining against his stranglehold on the reins. He didn't dare release the pressure, though, not until he had a better grasp on the situation. He tilted his chin ever so slowly, scanning the perimeter to get a look at his captor. The click of a rifle's set trigger rang loud in his ears, and the air stilled around him. I said freeze. The sharp bark drew him up. His blood galloped, pounding in his ears as anger started to build. He wasn't a coward to be so easily taken by this highway bandit. But was there more than one? He forced air in through his nose and out through his mouth as he strained to decipher the noises behind him. A whizzing sound flew by his ears, and within the same heartbeat a rope settled around his shoulders. He jerked to pull it off, but the line yanked tight, strapping his arms to his sides. With a violent lurch, he was snatched sideways from his horse. For a second, his right foot caught in the stirrup, stretching him between opposite forces like a deer hide ready for tanning. Pain shot through his midsection. Would they rip his leg off? His foot finally slipped from the stirrup, and for a moment he was airborne. Then he landed hard on the ground, the thud ricocheting through his back as the rope clinched tight around his midsection. The air exploded from his lungs. His chest seized, fighting a weight that threatened to smother him as he struggled to breathe. At last, a precious breath seeped in, and awareness filtered into Josiah's oxygen-starved brain. He lay on the grass, staring into the blue November sky. A shadow moved across his vision, the dark outline of a man. Josiah squinted to make out features. A dirty face loomed over him, with bushy black brows and a cigar protruding from thin lips. He fought against the binding around his arms and chest, but the press of cold, round steel in his right temple froze his struggle. Take off his boots. Bushy brows growled around his cigar. Another man moved to Josiah's feet, this one tall and skinny, with a blonde handlebar mustache and droopy eyes. He grasped the heel of Josiah's left boot and pulled, setting off alarm bells in Josiah's head. Not the boots. He jerked his foot hard, then kicked out toward the man, but the robber's long fingers clung to the heel like a barnacle on a ship's hole. The gun barrel pressed harder against his temple, pushing his head sideways into the grass. Get his boot off! Josiah paused his fighting, sucking in breaths to steady himself so he could put together a plan. He may not be stronger than the force of that rifle, but maybe he could catch them in a blunder and overpower them. The skinny man gripped Josiah's shoe and pulled. He couldn't stop himself from flexing his foot to make it harder for the brute to remove the leather. The man struggled for a moment, then grunted and landed a hard kick in Josiah's shin. Pain ripped through his leg, loosening the muscles in his foot. The scrawny man jerked again, pulling the black leather free. Papers slipped out as he turned the boot upside down, an image of a rider on a running horse flashing across the top. Josiah released a breath, only his dispatch papers for the Pony Express, not the more precious documents. 
Then Mustache reached for his other boot. The muscles in Josiah's shoulders tightened again. But he was in no position to win a fight yet. He could push through the pain in his left shin. But the rope around his chest bound his arms to his sides. And the cold steel pressed against his head kept him immobile. The other boot slid off and a stack of money fluttered to the ground. He could picture the bills without looking. Tens and fifties, issued by the Southern Bank of Georgia. Black and red print forming letters, numbers, and pictures. Half of his life savings. Maybe they'd be happy with their loot and stop searching. Mustache jumped on the bills as they landed in the grass, clutching them in his grubby paws. Then he turned the boot upside down and dumped the remaining papers.